Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? up? I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) It's like that, David. It's like that. Now, David, I just, I don't want you to get too wound up. Mm-hmm. I want you to try to be professional today. Hardly. But the flower show is just one week out. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You're regular, I'm, right? I'm regular. You are a regular. And this this is like, if we're going to talk about flower show. And we're going to. We're going to. Because it started this weekend. <laughs> right. Right? In the, <laughs> I haven't seen any pictures, and I'm avoiding pictures. But a lot of times, like the last time I went, I was super disappointed because the theme, the theme was, they said, it's national parks. National parks is the theme that was okay. two, that was before last time I went. Oh, so that oh, was, oh, that oh. was like three or four years. Gotcha. ago. Gotcha. And you go in, and they're like all the displays are like we put trees and we made this ten by ten area look like you're walking through the forest, and that's good and everything. But that's not flowers. That's right. just nature. <laughs> I can walk outside and I can see nature. <laughs> I can see nature. I know what nature <laughs> right. looks like. What I want to see is people taking the flowers that you can go outside in the quote unquote nature and see right. and making them into like an arrangement or like something special right. or right. out of the ordinary or groundbreaking. Like what got me into horticulture mm. was the flower show. I saw Temple had a fully plant sustainable house with like, and they, they had a cut, like a cut through. Mm-hmm. So you could see how the water planted, like watered the plants in the roof Oof. and then went through the walls and watered the moss like on the walls. And that was like so cool. Anyway, this year, it's like, I forget what the title is, but it's like abstract oh boy. things where they're <laughs> doing with flowers and like making things. I'm like, all right, I'm totally on board. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well. Color we will, me pumped. We'll expect a full report next oh, week. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about two hours of stuff to turn up. <laughs> when you go to the flower show, do you put flowers like in your hair? Is there a secret handshake? Like, how do you know? How first do you off, greet other flower guys? First off, kind of rude of you not to notice the flowers currently in my hair. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't want to assume that those were for the flower show. <laughs> That's how flower guys know. I thought maybe you just came from a square dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's. You can tell. Flower guys. Yeah. Like, I don't look like your normal flower guy. Okay. Your normal flower guys got like probably a tucked in polo. Oh boy. Right? Probably striped. <laughs> right? And then jeans with a brown belt. And their jeans probably are like blue, but they've been worn. Right. Like not, they're not ugly. They just, you know, they're right. just, they, cause they probably, even though they're their good jeans, they probably have gardened in them. Sure. Right? Obviously. And then, <laughs> And then their skin, they've seen sun. They've seen sun, they've unlike seen sun. you. Yeah. It's either red or tan. And, and the, older, the older the plant guy, the leathery, the more leathery his skin is. And usually they've got a big jolly smile. I think the They're term, always like jolly guys. Right, right. Yeah. 
Well, that does line up with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the term you were looking for was leatherier. Leatherier. Yeah, they're leatherier. Leatherier, yeah. Um, all right, so I got a little trick question for you. Mm-hmm. Not a trick question, just a fun question. Yeah, yeah. So the guy that you just described. Right. God bless him. Yeah. Right. He's coming in this weekend to see a movie. Right. What's he seeing? What's he seeing? Yeah. I don't know. Man called Otto. Man called Otto. That yeah. <laughs> right. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the other the other guy at the flower show. Uh-huh. He's walking slow. Okay. He's probably overdressed, like he's too he dressed for the weather. Okay. Not realizing how hot it was gonna <laughs> right. be inside. Yeah. Right? Maybe he's watching a kid or something. Right. He's tired. Mm. And his wife, he's there because of his wife. Right. Oh, oh, I got you. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Yeah. This is one or the other. <laughs> Those are the two guys that we'll see at the flower show. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, exciting. Just mm. one, just but one week away. Yeah. Oof. Wow. What a time. And the other thing I want to comment on before we fully get going is the high caliber of listeners news and notes this week. <laughs> I mean, we had two of our favorite people write in. Yeah. Yeah. One of whom has never written in before. Yeah. That was, talk about groundbreaking. Right. That's exactly. I, you know, honestly, mm. we've heard a lot about chat. We were always talking about chat GPT, you know? <laughs> right. Like on the show. Right. I kind of wonder if this was, if someone was like AI, mm. pretend to be a per- this person writing into the show. Yes. Could be. Could have been. A prompt <laughs> right. into Google or something. <laughs> yeah. I would love to. All right. We're going to talk about that. I would love to see how AI handle would handle that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll kick it off with a little headline. Yeah, we're going to talk about Creed. Yeah. Creed 3. That was the movie we reviewed this mm-hmm. week. But I just want to say, because it's an interesting headline, Creed 3, directed by Michael B. Jordan, is on pace to open a over $50 million weekend, which will make it the highest grossing Creed franchise or the highest grossing Creed movie of the Creed franchise. That's awesome. It's great, right? Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the movie. All right. We'll talk about the movie, but I, I just, I was in a competitive environment with a lot of other good movies opening and a lot of good, good other movies playing. And just in general, like this is such a good sign for everybody. We talk about how movies don't sell out anymore. Right. Right. But I saw this movie Friday night, six o'clock, and the front rows had people in them. Yeah, I, like I think that there were still empty seats that you could have right, purchased right, like right. one or two. But that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, like those will be empty still. Everyone yeah. else will be full. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, why don't you walk us through our next story here? Because okay. this is in your wheelhouse. Jefferson White and Adeline Rudolph have jo- joined Jack Kesey the cast of Hellboy, The Crooked Man, uh, what's set to be directed by Brian Taylor. So basically we have four people here who I don't know who they are, <laughs> are going to be in Hellboy, The Crooked Man. But uh, since you announced that news to me, breaking news last week, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff on it. It sounds like it's really like going in what I would think is a positive direction mm-hmm. Or Hellboy. It's got a lot of the people from the comics like really heavily involved. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough to say that just Mike Mignola is involved because he's been involved with all the other ones. And you can see it in the visuals of the movies. Like they they look good. Even if they aren't good, they look yeah. good. 
Um, and I think that's a lot of what he inputs into it. But mm. um, I'm really hoping the story and the look really good. So this is one of those, if they follow the comics, this this is one of those stories with, I think I've spoken of this before, like what I love about Hellboy is that, you know, he's this demon monster, right? Who's basically like a noir detective mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And you'd expect everyone in society to be freaked out by him. But yeah. uh, some people are, but most of the people are just like, well, I guess you're here to solve the problem that I have frogmen in the basement. Right. Like they're already dealing with something right. crazy. So how crazy is it? That, it that makes total de- sense yeah. that he would show up. Yeah, like I was really scared when the when the frogmen showed up downstairs, but it makes sense that you would be the one to come to take yep. care of it. Yep. Yeah. Nice to see you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I love about the universe. It's usually like an old woman or an old man. It's just like, well, my life led me here, so yeah. here I am. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right. Speaking of um, guys that die, <laughs> maybe the best Wait. segue of the show ever. <laughs> Speaking of how guys die, <laughs> um, if I told you that Tom Sizemore died, would you know who that was? Um, I'll give you a hint. Someone said that to me last night, and I said, "Who is it?" I gotcha. Yeah. So Tom Sizemore, as it says in our show notes, is that guy from the movie you like. He's in a lot. That That's guy from that movie you like. A lot of war movies too, right? <laughs> yeah. So he he would be like, when I saw a picture of him, I immediately thought of Saving Private Ryan. Right. This is the guy. He's sort of Tom Hanks's second in command. He's like Tom Hanks's right-hand man in Saving Private Ryan. Anyway, he passed away from a brain aneurysm, so uh, that's really tragic, and we're sorry to to read that news. But it was, um, you know, the guy had, he's one of these actors who, like, like I said, you know, you and I are both really into movies, and neither one of us ever heard of him, you know. But when you start looking back over his career, like, my God, the guy, seen him. The guy has had a career. You know, he really... Um, should be proud of his family and everybody yeah. should really feel good about what he did. Brain aneurysms is one of those things that like I'm scared of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's one of the, I've always been like anytime. Yeah. Life is you short. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did I ever tell you about, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I got these two back surgeries back you, in the day. You had two back surgeries. Yeah. 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 On separate occasions, right? Not two at once. You had one. You were like, you know, right? How about another? That was awesome. Let's yeah. let's go again. Round two. Right, right. So anyway, uh, I was a little doped up, mm. getting ready, but I wasn't out yet. Mm. I was talking to anesthesiologist. I bet you were. Yeah, I was, <laughs> and I was telling the guy, like, listen, I don't want you to count backwards from ten, because I'm really scared that you'll like get to one and I'll still be here. And then it's going to hurt well, like hell when you cut open my back. Yeah. You know, I see that chainsaw sitting over there, <laughs> you know, right. I know what you bastards are trying to do to me. Right. And you know, one ever talks about your turtle back. Right. <laughs> <The shell. laughs> right. Right, right, right. So, so, so the guy says to me, well, what would you like me to say instead? And I said, you know what you need? And again, you have to remember, like I'm a little loopy, mm. right? You know, cause they give you that pre pre stuff. Yeah. And I say, you need like a catchphrase before you like not peel out, knock people out. And he's like, well, what should my catchphrase be? 
they said, later, motherfucker. <laughs> now, let me, let me give you the real interpretation of what happened. Okay. Right. The guy's like, all right, Mr. Ketchum, we're going to count down. Any minute now, we're going to yep. count down. Yep. And you said, and he said, uh-huh. And he said, okay, well, we're going to start counting here. He said, that's probably what that's probably what happened probably more along the lines but in your memory you had like a British accent (laughs) 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 yeah so anyway brain aneurysms man lights out lights Lights out out, game over yeah that's it God bless that's why you gotta take every day you know you gotta live to your best live to your fullest don't take any day for granted yeah well you're talking about lights going out. Did I ever tell you about my streak? How long you've you've lived? Yeah. No. No, I so I have. By the yeah, way, you but mentioned. How, but how long? No, I mean, so I have woken up every single day Get for like over 52 years straight. No. No exception. Every single day I've woken up alive. How crazy. That's, you know what? I'm calling BS. Okay, there is BS because one time when I was little, my parents had me at this camp in England (laughs) and it was like 48 hours of chaos. Mm. And when they picked me up, I slept for an entire full day. So that middle, that one day I was like 14. I I never do wake up. (laughs) (laughs) See, you're just full of lies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can never trust now. Right, right. No, that's fair. Never. Uh, All right, Bloomhouse. (laughs) Speaking of never trusting. Never trusting. Bloomhouse wants to make a horror universe. Just rock your world. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) They want to make a horror universe, right? And... They're going to do this by adapting the video game Dead by Daylight. Are you familiar with this game? No. I'm not surprised. I'm pick, I'm, I'm sensing a theme, though. Yeah. Brain aneurysms, lights out, Dead mm. by Daylight. So I don't know how they're going to adapt this. Dead by Daylight, which I have actually played. Um, it's one of those games that's like, like during the pandemic it took off because it's a social, not a social deduction game, but what it is, it's very simple. Explain the whole game. It's not like a game where there's levels and you go mm. through. It's like you play a match and there's four, I think three or four survivors and one person plays the monster. And I, I don't remember if it's dead, dead by Daylight or another one, Like, but sometimes it's like Jason. Mm. Sometimes it's like a totally made up monster and they have like special powers and you're in like a warehouse or a field or whatever and the survivors have to activate Uh, they have to fix generators and then once enough generators are fixed they can escape Mm. but fixing a generator makes noise and the bad guy can see see when noise goes off and he hunts them and kills them and then yeah and so the the object of the game is to not be dead by daylight right now the idea of this is basically just like what if there was a horror movie and you were able to play the bad guy so I don't understand how they're making a universe out of a game that's basically just like, let's simplify horror movies and make them fun. Unless I'm wrong and there are, there are uh, like created characters for this, which I'm just not aware of. 
and maybe I'm getting confused because there's like three different games that are just the same exact principle as Dead by Daylight. You want to know what I think about this? No, you don't care. No, 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 no. That's not true. Okay. That's not true. I'm interested. Yeah. I don't really follow everything that you just said. Right. That's fine. Not that I don't care. I just didn't follow exactly yeah. what you were saying. Well, it's high logic, so. Right. <laughs> right. So clearly over my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I was just over here playing with my crayons. <laughs> I didn't sleep for 48 hours. <laughs> um, you know what I take away from this whole thing is Kevin Feige is pretty good for Marvel Universe. Yeah. Right? If you drew a blank line and said, so-and-so is going to create a horror universe, who would you want on that line? Blumhouse. Blumhouse, yeah. I'm just saying, either him or Stephen King, but I'm saying you got Blumhouse. They were already kind of doing it with like their version of the monsters. Right, they started that. And then they kind of let go, yeah. which is fine. But they had like the Invisible Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Here's my point. My point is, I trust, so I don't really follow what, you said, which I just said to be funny, but the truth is I don't really understand what they're trying to do. If anyone's going to do it, it's people in the house. That's what I'm saying. If if I trust anybody to do it and to sort of get it started on the right foot. And aren't they the ones behind, like, Pearl and X? Yes. Yeah, and that was its own little. Right. And they did, I mean, we're not, it's not for us. Right. But I understand that it's good. It was wildly successful. Yeah. Yep. So Something else that they're panning to be wildly successful. On a little brighter note yeah. a little happier a little funner leatherier note <laughs> super mario Bros. hey it's a me a mario it's a me a mario uh they're moving it up two days from the 7th to the 5th in mm. april how do you feel about that that's takes it to a tuesday wednesday i think it's a super smart move uh, super smart move that is easter weekend mm. so the kids are going to be all, a lot of kids are going to be off school friday some kids are going to be off school Thursday. It's the the market, the world of movies is just starving for a kids movie. Yeah. I mean, we're still playing Puss in Boots. I'm playing The Land Before Time and The Lorax, you nice. know, just to have something for parents to bring their kids to. You know, I don't really think this is a moving up. Like they're calling they're like they're moving it up, but I think this is traditionally what we would call like, you know, the movie opens Friday where they're going to have a midnight show on Thursday, but then the midnight shows are now at seven o'clock, and then like Star Wars would be like, well, sneak preview nights on Wednesday. Right. right. No, no, I totally agree. It's it's whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't make anything of it except that I stand by. I agree with all the people who think Super Mario Brothers is going to be massive. Oh yeah, it's going to be huge. Going to be huge. I think there's no way that it fails, even if it's not great. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, what's interesting is, you know what else opens on that exact same day, the new day, April 5th? What's that? This is a movie that wasn't really on our radar, but is now getting a lot of buzz, is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Air Jordan? It's just called Air. Air. Did we review that trailer? Because yeah. I forgot that we did. Yeah. You talked about it. I yeah. think I missed it. I saw it for the first time last night. Yeah, in front of the movie. Yeah. Yep. And it looks really good. Yeah. I am so excited for this movie. First of all, on a personal note, sidebar. Because you know Michael Jordan. Well, yeah. I don't like to brag about that, but yeah. I mean, if he's the one celebrity. If you're going to drag it out of me. We're always talking about how celebrities snub you. Not Mike. Mike was the first one you met. Not and Mike. He was so nice. You want, all right, yeah. here's how it went down. Yeah. 
I don't think I've told this story on air. No, I don't think you have. I mean, you've heard it a million times. Yeah, but, you a know, million, yeah. million times. So I was, I was at the garden. Mm, yeah. Not the Botanic Garden. No. Not Madison Square Garden, the Botanic Garden. The Botanic Garden. Oh, you were at the Botanic Garden. Yeah, I was at the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, yeah, yeah. just up there off Grand Army Plaza. Yeah, and you were like, what about plants, guys? Right? I'm, a, I'm a big horticulturalist. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody the knows that. The leathery skin gives it away. <laughs> I'm saying, right? you know, I got my polo shirt tucked into my pants. <laughs> And I'm over there <laughs> admiring a couple of rhododendrons. Of course. You know, naturally. Wow. And I'm like, you know, all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see this tall guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Michael Jordan. So I look over at him and I say, yo, Mike, what's up? Yeah. Like every other fan in the world would do. Right. Even though he was just trying to enjoy some quiet time with his family. But did he snub me like Jason Statham? Yeah. No. No. Did his bodyguards shove me away like Stan Lee did? No. Instead, Mike came over. Hey, how you doing, Penn? And yeah. I said, oh, my God, how do you know my name? And he's like, well, I mean, you know, you're the guy with the movie theaters and the Penn Cinema podcast, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, what's up? Didn't he invite you over for dinner, too? Well, I mean, I try to keep that a little bit private. I didn't go to his house for dinner. But, right. but yeah, we went out to dinner. Yeah. We went out to a little, you know, Turkish restaurant, you know. Yeah, over there on Flatbush. I remember because you were saying that he was like, "Well, tonight was my anniversary," but I thought, you know, right. I made a new friend, <laughs> right? And I really wanted to just. You I know. made a new friend who shared a love for rhododendrons, right? And I really felt like my right. wife will understand, right? That. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. which she totally did because then yeah. she came in and the three of us were all hanging out. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, it was. It was nice. So, Mike, let that be a lesson. Great guy to all you future yeah. celebrities who I spot. Don't snub me because <laughs> yeah. you, you be nice to me. We could be friends for life. Right. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so are you ready to move on to, to these trailers? Well, I think we um, just need to note air opens on the Wednesday before Easter Sunday. Oh, okay. With same day as Super Mario. And my point is that's going to shake up. So that's going to be air, Super Mario, John Wick 4, mm. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Easter weekend is going to be bonkers. Yeah, he has risen to go see some movies, right? right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the news fit to print. I'm tired of this liberal BS. <laughs> <laughs> not Mike. Not, not Mike. No. You know, I was surprised by our trailers this week. Mm. Did you watch all three of them? No, I watched the first two. Okay. I thought maybe because I put that pretty late in. Yeah. But of the first two, of the two that you saw, I liked both of them. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised that I liked both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I gotta give my trailer of the week to this one. Okay. And that's Haunted Mansion. Okay. Uh, if you would have told me, mm. which I think we've talked about it many times, that the Haunted Mansion trailer would come around and it would be something I cared about, I would have been like, yeah, no, probably not. But it looks funny. It looks good. Like I'm fully on board in this movie. I'm 100% on board and you know why I'm on board? Why? Because what they did with Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, that's true. But like, they've done other ones that haven't been great. No, I know. But so what? Why do you got to be negative? We're critics. 
well that's what I'm here to do like you've got to be a little critical otherwise we're all just like let's pat each other's backs smiles nothing's ever bad Pirates of the Caribbean was my favorite ride at Disney World yeah when I was a kid of course and so how are you going to make pirates into a movie like what that's true how are you going to do that they can't do that. They did it, and it was an amazing franchise. Now they tell me they want to make Haunted Mansion into a franchise. Like, great. Like, I believe them. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. It looks good. I'm like, the comedy seems solid. The visuals seem solid. Yep. Owen Wilson, great yep. cast. <laughs> when he says, what are you going to do? They're dead. And then he's like, but they're going to be really dead. <laughs> yeah. Or he said, like, they're going to be even more You're dead. Even more dead, yeah, yeah. 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 That's great. I'm f- I'm fully on board with this movie. Yeah. The teaser, we're talking about the trailer for Haunted Mansion, which was labeled as a teaser trailer, but I thought it was pretty, it's pretty long. Pretty good trailer for yeah. being a teaser. Yeah. Danny DeVito. Yes. Um, yeah, I forgot. Who's Danny. playing the mom? Is it Rosario Dawson? I forget. Yeah. But everybody looked good. It looked yeah. like a, a good movie. I'm looking forward to it. My trailer of the week goes to our second trailer for a movie called The Blackening which I had no idea what to expect when I saw this, but I was LOLing oh, yeah. the whole time. So good. I mean... Don't say it, don't say it. I think we should split up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's one of those movies that's funny because it's like pretty self-aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of like playing on the horror movie stereotypes. tropes. Yeah. yeah, well, there's the racial stereotypes and there's the horror movie tropes and they're kind of goofing on both. Um, I don't know. I thought it looked funny as hell. I like, I like at the end, there's someone coming through the door and the girl's like trying to be buff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's up? <laughs> ah, it's two DMX. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to like deepen her voice to sound like a tough guy. Yeah. 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 No, this, this movie, I never heard of it. Neither have I. It comes out in June. Uh, looks really good. Yeah. Cool. I thought when I read the premise before watching it, I thought it was going to be more like, I thought it was going to be more like a Medea movie or something. Right. I wasn't going to be into it, but this looks really good. This last movie, high concept. I'm out. Not <laughs> high. Uh, not so much pull through. So would you say this is like great idea, poor execution? Yes. Like I'm almost interested enough. And then they throw in a little detail and you're like, no, nah, you lost me. So the premise, it's called the Sentinel. Last. The last Sentinel. And the premise is the waters rose and there's only two continents left. And those two continents on Earth are at war or they were at war. Mm-hmm. And there's one last basically um, outpost. And it's basically like, you know, the, they have um, World War II uh, ocean things. Like where they did like the pirate radio stuff like off of England. Mm-hmm. It was very clear they went to one of those and just they're like, let's make a movie here. And it's, you know, big, big, uh, like, building that's just, like, in the ocean on stilts. And um, these guys, they, they boats come, and if they don't respond to what they are, they just shoot at them. They're, mm. like, the last line. Yeah. And there's a big, giant wave coming that's going to knock their place down. And so there's the solitude thing. There's the environment thing. It's high concept. But then at the end, they're like... But we have this device and it could ruin us all. And I was like, oh, you're going to add some like sci-fi tech into this? All right. And then it becomes like 
the guy who doesn't believe the world's worth saving who wants to activate the device. Yeah. Sounds awful. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But yep. it's by vertical or whatever. I'm out. Double out. Yeah, because they do some crap. So it'll be on TV by the end of the week. Right. Basically yeah. is what you're Basically. telling me. So that's all the trailers we had this week. All right. Two out of three ain't bad, like no. Cher said. That's, yeah. Cher. Was it Cher or no? It was... Um, uh, Bonnie and Clyde said that. Who sang the song? Winona Ryder? It takes two to tango. <laughs> it takes... All right, move us along here, David. It's been one week since I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to review Creed Three, the third of the Creed <laughs> movies. Directed by Michael B. Jordan. Starring Meat, meatloaf. meatloaf. Two out of Two out of three ain't bad. Mm. He covered it. Directed by Michael B. Jordan, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, who I called Jonathan Masters all the time last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. I, I didn't even notice. I kept calling him the wrong name. And neither one of us noticed. Of course, I mean, Penn, look, at it's us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we were too busy <laughs> making fun of him for taking his shirt off. We knew who he was. <laughs> the getting the name right is not. A secondary. That's not our strong suit <laughs> on any day of the week. Yeah. Details. Yeah, come on. Oh, you want to know who he is? What? Yeah, that, I mean, I could describe him for like right. an hour. But He's that guy yeah. from that movie you like. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, Tom Sizemore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Creed 3th? I loved it. My very favorite part. Yeah. I thought of you. Oh, really? I'm sure you saw this. Yeah. I'm sure that you picked up on this detail. And I was like, Penn's probably thinking about me yeah, right now. Yeah, I was. I totally was. Adonis Creed mm -hmm. is at his home. Yeah. Trying to take a nap. His little adorable young daughter jumps on him, wakes him up because he promised to have a tea party with her. Yeah. He gets dressed up as, what, a unicorn or some pink elephant dragon. or something, dragon. And attends said tea party. Yeah. And what does he do when he's drinking his tea? Pinkies out. Pinkies out. That's What's right. up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's so good. It was awesome. It, one of the kids going in said, best movie since uh, Top Gun. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, Maybe it is. Yeah. I don't this is like Top Gun level. Well, I say that not being a huge fan of Top Gun. This yeah. is like what everyone told me Top Gun level was. <laughs> Let me put it at that. I think I I I think it's a little bit of a stretch to put it on par with Top Gun, but that's because I mean, I don't think people understand how big mm. and how universally loved Top Gun is. Right. But with that being said, I loved this movie. Here's the thing about this movie, in my opinion. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, I agree, but I will bring up a thing, the wrong thing that, that multiple people employed here had told me. What's that? Uh, what's wrong? Uh, so they the, co the complaint I got from multiple people here was the end. That he should have brought his buddy into the... No. Oh. The fight. The last fight. Okay. It was too... They, they were saying it's too short. Yeah. And that they didn't like the symbolism. And I'm like, what symbolism? You know, when he's when he's backed into the corner and it turns into the pillow that they he used to got beat oh, up against. Oh, like when he got um, 
when they got all artsy during the fight scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I loved that. Yeah, I didn't. I think that was, so, okay. I think this is, well, I, I've been rewatching the Rocky movies with my Bond Night crew, and we, we're in the Creed movies or whatever, so yeah. we're watching the Creed movies too. This is the only one, the only one, and there are some good ones. Oh, yeah. This is the only one where the final battle, I was like edge of my seat, anything can happen. Right. Because if there's one thing you know from the Rocky movies, the main person is not guaranteed to win the fight. Right, right. And, and that's fine. It's not like a life or death thing. Right. Nobody's going to, well, I guess uh, Apollo died in the one movie, but like he could lose. Right. And I and you are fully like edgy and, and these guys when they're going pound for pound Oof. like like it seemed so intense. Every hit was like Ouch. oh man, he's tough and he's yeah. tough and cuz a lot of times in the Rocky movies and even the first Creed movie it's like these guys are good but the guy they're going up against is usually better. Right. And like obviously better. And it's like under it's kind of an underdog story. And yeah. this was has a little bit of an underdog thing but not really. And it was, it was so intense, mm. and I loved the symbolism thing because because a big part of their whole their whole battle against each other was like overcoming their their history, right? And here they are blowing the you know, hand to head all yeah. like over and over again, and of course they're they're trying to like not think about these these things, and I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely great. My thing is, this they shouldn't make anymore. Oh really? I think this is a beautiful end yeah. to Creed's story. If they make another one, they need to wait five to ten years, and it should be about his daughter. They're going to definitely make another one because this movie is it's too cash. Big. It's too big, yeah. It's cash money. But my thing is, like, he's already, like, Rocky Five era. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, his, yeah, yeah. his progression of his story is right. he's already the retired guy that had to come out of, like, force himself out of retirement right. like he's now needs to be the mentor right in in the next one right well here's what i think i don't think they have to wait five years but what they can do is they can have the next movie come out in two years and they can accelerate the plot line 10 years okay and have the daughter fight yeah that's what i was talking i about. was thinking more just so that he looked older well because he's still he's still a fairly young guy yeah much like ourselves yeah yeah right my so I have two things, three things. First of all, I loved the very subtle but effective use of the Rocky themes, mm -hmm. the music throughout. Like yeah. it, was, it was so well done, and the timing was absolutely perfect. But they didn't just like cheaply go to the Rocky music, but they, you know, they echoed some of the Rocky music themes throughout this soundtrack. Yeah. Was great. Yeah, and I, I, that's one of the things I realized about halfway through that one of the things that separates this from all of the others, Rocky and Creed, is it's not a nostalgia right. shot. Like, right? They're not constantly being like, "Remember, remember how the, great it was." Here's this music. You got right. pumped up about this before. Right. It's like it, it, this movie stood on its own. Yes, I really loved the whole idea, like the. The way they made the villain and yep. made him like relatable, and yep. he played the way he played Adonis and their friendship, like it just was different than just being like, "I'm boxing because I have something to prove." Right. It wasn't "I'm boxing" because it was I deeper. Have yeah, it was so much deeper. I also 
I also really liked the way that it showed sportsmanship um, and the way that that's like, I guess, changed. Like the Rocky movies, like he never really has a relationship with the person he's going up against. Um, It was very Philly. This is very L.A. But even at the beginning of it, it's like him versus the guy that was the villain in the first one. And they're just like pals. Right. We're not pals, pals, but like they no. get, they're, they're polite. Like then you know the match yeah. is over, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, you're still, you're still great. You're yeah. like, you're, you're great, and everything. Like they respect each other, and it's because the Rocky movies too were always like, they meet before the the match, they almost break out in a public fight, right? Because like, they hate each other, right? And this wasn't like this yeah. wasn't that. Uh, I thought that was that was a very real like approach to these characters. It was awesome, and I love that his daughter was deaf. Yeah, I think that just like it progressed the whole, you know, the problem they brought up with his wife, like losing her hearing and being a genetic thing. And then I also thought it was it was little things. So I have a I have a friend who friends who are deaf, like a family uh, that like the siblings are all have hearing uh, various disabilities. But um, like the small things of like everyone forcing themselves to, to use sign language in front of the, in mm-hmm. front of everybody. So everyone knows what's going on. Um, when the doorbell rang, like the flashing lights mm-hmm. in the house, even like they kind of play it off as like he's rich, but even like the glass floors so that she, the girl's spatially aware of mm-hmm. like what's going on on other levels of the house and stuff. Cause she can't hear like that kind of, I mean, obviously they're super rich and they can afford all of these floors. things that like, right. yeah, yeah. But it was just like, I really like, liked seeing that, you know, this is, this is what life can be. Uh, a nice life can be, you know, living with a disability. Yeah. So you know how you and I are always much smarter than the people who write movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I got another example. Yeah. Obviously at the end uh-huh. when he's in the locker room, he was like, you know where I am, reach out if you need anything. And then he walked away. I was expecting him to bring him to his room. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. They, uh, first of all, that scene was perfect. So touching. And the way Dame was like, I guess you did learn some things while I was away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like acknowledged why, you know, I, I'm not suddenly respecting you just because I lost that fight. I see in from that fight that you've grown on your own, yeah. you know, and that maybe everything you have isn't owed to me. Right. So there was a, it was a deep conversation and it was a, it was beautifully done. The acting was amazing. Jonathan majors. I can't wait till he starts carrying his own movies. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but anyway, or Jonathan masters, either one. Yeah. You're going to be great. Yeah. Somebody was telling me, or I was talking to encyclopedia Brown and we were saying how he's, so amazing and one of the things that makes him amazing isn't just that he's Jonathan Majors and he is a good actor he can be different people and almost not unrecognizable but you look at him in like Loki where he's like the the like goofy Kang and then you look at him in Ant-Man where he's the evil Kang right and you're like I mean they're different they're similar but they are technically like the same person but then you look at him in Creed three and you don't even think about Kang. Never. Like he's never. so different. Right. So incredibly right. like, uh, you know, it's, it's not like, Oh, this is Jonathan majors playing this new character. It's right. like a new character. Right. 
So to your point that you and I are both agreeing on, at the conclusion of that scene in the locker room, when Adonis got up and walked away, he should have been like, come with me. Yeah. And the two of them should have walked into the room and everybody should have like gasped, like, oh, what's he doing here? It should have been something. Right. And I then Donnie could have been like, I'd like everyone to meet my friend Damien. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that would have been powerful. Yeah. I don't, at the same time, like he was publicly breaking down his family. So I could see why. Well, also there's that line where Donnie's mom is like, he's showing you who he is. Believe him. Yeah. Oh no, that's, um, yeah. His step. Duke says that. Oh, is, does Duke say that? Yeah. He's, you're showing him. He's showing you who he is. Believe him. Oh, I thought the mom said that. She might've too, but okay. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, great movie. Creed is the best movie we've ever seen. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Are you ready to move on to listeners' notes, questions, answers? I don't know if so I am ready. So I, I don't know. I don't know how to handle this. I'll handle the first one. You okay. can handle the second one. How okay. does that sound? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, this first one comes in from Pop Pop Ketchum. Pop Pop. Many uh, 200 episodes have gone by. Right. And we've been like, Pop Pop does not listen. Pop Pop. Well, for a while, he had one of those phones that doesn't get podcasts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. He had a phone that didn't get the podcast. Right. And, <laughs> and maybe the internet wasn't quite working right. in New York. Right. You know. In New York City, where he lives. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> he was in one of the dead zones. Right. 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 Yeah. But he wrote in. And boy, did he ever. And he's been listening. He yeah. says, uh, <laughs> Long take shot. Well, wait, we were talking, let's set it up. We were talking last week. Yeah. What triggered the conversation? There was a recent movie with a great long shot in it. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. We, we were talking about um, people who, like, Cocaine Shady, oh, wait, no. Shady Lady and oh, right, Frodo, right, 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 right. the actions to right. choppy. And we were talking about long takes. Because Frodo was yeah. saying when it's a long take action sequence, she, she doesn't really get as bothered as the normal choppy thing. Right. So then we were talking about great long takes. And I was mentioning Goodfellas and we were talking about other you know, long takes. And um, apparently Pop-Pop had something to say yeah. about it. So on the topic of long take shots, he's got to mention, mention Russian Ark, which was shot in one 96-minute Non-stop take. You familiar with Russian art? I am not. Neither am I. Fill me in. I don't know. I just said I'm not familiar with. Oh. It. <laughs> <laughs> do you know about? Do you know about this? No. Cool. Tell me about it. <laughs> I just assumed, for some dumb reason, that the, I knew that you would have researched what it. Russian art. Oh. You know, because I thought it was like when I said, "Do you know Tom Sizemore?" and you were like, "No," but now I do. Yeah. Well, see, I thought, you know, this is your father. So <laughs> there was probably a point when you guys watched Russian Ark together and he's like, remember when we bonded over <laughs> over Russian Ark? <laughs> son, son, remember? You should remember this because it was so monumental to the two of us. Uh, I, unlike you, uh -huh. did read this email and decide to, like, what the hell is he talking about? Oh. So I found out Russian Ark was filmed in, wouldn't you think from the way he commented, this would be like from the sixties? Yeah. Like my brain immediately went to like clockwork orange. I was like black and white. Black and white or clockwork orange, some experimental 
you know, early obscure 1970s, you know, movie that he would know because, you know, that's his era. You know yeah. what I mean? But actually, Pop-Pop always keeps people guessing because he's, I mean, he, my man has his finger on the pulse. I mean, as long as it doesn't require going to the internet. Right. <laughs> so, Pop-Pop, Russian Ark was filmed not in 1971, but in, in uh, 2002. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A 19th century French aristocrat, notorious for his scathing memoirs about life in Russia, travels through the Russian state Hermitage Museum and encounters historical figures from the last 200 years. Directed by Alexander Sukurov, some kind of Russian name, um, and achieved, or, or I should say received, all kinds of, didn't really get any press with like the Oscars per se, but achieved uh, or received all sorts of awards, including the incredibly um, honorable, is that the word I'm looking Prestigious mm. award from the Cannes Film Festival, Palme d'Or. Is that how you pronounce it? Palme d'Or. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's how David picks up chicks. Palme d'Or. <laughs> hey, baby. I'm, I'm there like, what did you say? Yeah. I'm like, you heard me. You heard me, baby. <laughs> so anyway, um, I intended to watch this movie. Uh, yeah. I did not get around to it, but um, it well, did. It did actually. I'm. I'm. I misspoke a little bit. It got a lot of awards um, from other folks, and it looks like it also got a lot of love in the Oscars. Just did not win. Mm. But anyway, so it's not about a Russian version of Noah. Oh no! It totally is. Oh oh yeah. Okay. Right. This is just before. Right. Yeah. At the it's, end, he's like, you know what? Ah, God's calling me to build an ark. No, it's a prequel. <laughs> uh, this was the prequel. It's just Noah. Right. Yeah. Right. He was Russian. That's they don't talk right. about that. You don't hear that a lot in school. Yeah. You know they don't teach you that. The winners make history. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wow. Anyway, cheers, Pop Up. Thank yeah, you go, for writing up. in. That was awesome. Yeah. And Simba's sister wrote in. Simba's sister. Yeah. Not Simba. No. Simba's sister. Okay. What did she have to say? This is Simba's sister? This is You knew that. I did not know that. You totally knew that. I did not. You totally knew that. Okay. We got a, a I almost wanted to say international, but it's not quite international. No. But, but it's David, definitely like as we have from discussed, the, deep waters. the podcast is enjoyed all around the world. Oh, totes. We totes. Goes. I was talking to my friend Rory. Yeah. You know. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. He's out in Hawaii. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. enjoying the show. Just yeah. can't get enough of it. Yeah. You know, and he's out there in Hawaii with our friend Hannah, Simba's sister. Uh-huh. And Simba's sister wrote in. Now, I, I want to believe that this is coming from her and that you didn't hack her email. <laughs> no, this is legit. This is legit. This is legit. We're almost positive that this is legit. No, it's 100% legit. Okay, so it's almost 100% legit. So it's definitely a chat, GPT, AI, written email. All right, so Simba's sister writes in and says, shout out to David. I guess that's me? you. Is that you? Is that, oh, that yeah, is me. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. It was just clarifying. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. This, and then this is where it gets weird. Mm. This is where it takes like a... <laughs> this is the part where you're like, AI was probably involved. Not, yeah, yeah, okay, this is that. where it gets weird. Yeah. Shout out to David for being the best host. What? What? I, what? 
I mean, yeah. if the shoe fits, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's about sometimes someone <laughs> It's not a competition. No. I'm just winning. <laughs> so, is this official? Like, is this is this settled? I mean, yeah. I mean, I if guess. there was going to be an award right. ceremony, it's probably about <laughs> <Right>. time. <laughs> I would give anything to have planned. Like, I, I wish I had brought like a confetti, a confetti gun and like put a sash on you and a tiara. The best part about that is when I left and you had to clean up the confetti. Right. Drew had to clean it up tomorrow. Right. All right. So I guess I'll read the rest as well. Yeah. Shout out to David for being the best host and sending Penn Cinema merchandise so the podcast can cross the Pacific to where I live in Honolulu, Hawaii. Now we had a select, in other words, like two, I think, bright pink ski hats. Bright orange. Bright orange ski hats. Yeah. What would beanies, a girl- Beanies. Beanies. Yeah. What would a girl need in Hawaii more than a beanie? Right. Nothing. Clearly. The very first thing everybody knows, when you get off the plane, the first thing they do is they say aloha and hand you a beanie. <laughs> yeah. Usually bright colored. <laughs> In case you get cold. Right. And yeah. it's bright colored for all the deer they Look, hunt. You joke, but once you acclimate to the climate, it can get chilly. Okay. Okay. So she says, uh, apparently she received one of the two hats. It's very limited stock. I love it. Yeah. Not that she sent a picture. Oh, but she did. Ooh. Up on the mountains. Right. You know? And that's crazy. No, that was so cool. Yeah. So shout out to David for being the best and sending merch so the podcast can cross the Pacific to where I live in Honolulu. I know I'll never be able to compete with Rory in terms of sheer Hawaiian coolness, but this bright orange Penn Cinema hat helps. Thanks for the continued laughs. And then this is where it also got weird again. <laughs> Thanks for the continued laughs and highbrow cinematic education. I mean. What's up? Come on. That's I, so true. It's hard to find. I, I know. Yeah. I, don't, I just, I don't want to dwell on it. You know, we're incredibly modest. <laughs> I have a follow-up story. <laughs> wait, wait. Before you get to that, I just want to say, because I know Rory. Yeah. I mean, he's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're walking around Honolulu. With a bright orange Penn Cinema podcast hat on, you are absolutely the coolest chick in Hawaii. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Rory is like sitting on his little surfboard. That's why he's out at ocean because he can't even be on right, the island. Right. He's so embarrassed. He's like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. Yeah. Shady Lady's like, do you think, do you think Rory's going <laughs> to might see the hat and, and, and like, remember Penn and I'm like Rory doesn't even know that Penn remembers him and I guarantee you he either A didn't know his name or know that the podcast exists so yes he's definitely gonna know who Penn is man you went by a pseudonym do you not remember I'm shocked David, me and Rory have kept up an extensive pen pal relationship. Oh, no doubt. He told me, no doubt. He told me no doubt. I was one of the best surfers he ever taught. So, I mean, what's ever. up? You're right. He, I heard he retired after that. <laughs> right. He's like, well, I can't can't do can't it's get any, any better. better. than would be me. Right. Can't get any yeah. better than this guy. <laughs> That's I was doing it <laughs> right. to reach this level now that I have. <laughs> I yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I was like, 
But did I ever tell you that I was walking around? Did I tell you this? What, what, we were on the Big Island. This is true. I swear mm-hmm. to God. I'm mm-hmm. not like telling one of my funny fake stories. We were walking around the Big Island, and I was wearing my white Penn Cinema T-shirt. Yeah. And somebody stopped me and was like, I know that theater. And they, they go to the uh, Huntington Valley Theater. No way. Yeah. They were like, I know that theater. It's right outside of Philly, right? And I'm like, yeah. And so then we got chatting, and then my friends outed me. They were like, you know who he is? <laughs> it was great. He has I, a podcast. I, right, right. I talked to the guy for like 10, 15 minutes about movies, and I forget what movie was coming out, but it was really funny. Nice. So, yeah, maybe, you know, Simba's sister will be walking around wearing the hat, and Rory will be like, oh, my God, I met that guy. He was the best surfer <laughs> right. I ever taught. And the second best podcast host I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Silver. So true. I'll take second. That's Look, if you want to write in mm. and talk about how much better I am than Penn, you can do that. <laughs> Podcast at PennCinema.com. <laughs> we'll also yeah. read other emails. <laughs> we'll keep eh. Maybe. maybe. Eh. But right. I mean, if you're not writing in about how much better David is, then, then well, why are you even writing? What's your credibility? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we even know? top ten? That's how top ten Sarah started out. Right, her top ten lists on why David is better than that. We didn't read it because like oh, after one and two, it right. gets a little egregious. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, David's the best. <laughs> Number, Number two, two Penn sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, David really the best. <laughs> even better. Right. <laughs> All right, Ben. What have you been All doing? Right. What have you been? What's been going on outside of the theater? Uh, I'll tell you what. This week we opened up Creed. Uh huh. We also opened up Operation Fortune, Oof. that movie starring my almost best buddy Jason Statham. Yeah, I wanted to see this. He was not as friendly with me as Mike Jordan. What? Was. Yeah, you know. that's I feel like that's not only a surprise, but I've never heard that before. He refused to break bread with me. <laughs> And I found out he doesn't even like gardens. So, what? I mean, what's up? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, how lame must he be? The lamest. Anyway, he's got a pretty good movie out called Operation Fortune. Is it good? It is. It is. Is it really good? It, it is. It, it's good. Someone told me you said you didn't like it. No. No. What I... <laughs> I feel like I'm getting my words twisted around a little mm. bit. The question was, from somebody who works here, is it worth making a second trip like, should I come back in later tonight and watch it? Yeah. And I was like, no, just watch it one morning when you come in. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, it wasn't. So so this is, this is what I was going to say about the movie. For me, it falls into the category of, like, if somebody said, hey, Penn, I want to go to the movies this weekend and I just want to be entertained, like, you know, would I like this movie, Operation Fortune? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely, go see it. But if somebody was like... But I did not call up any of my friends and be like, "Oh my God, you guys, you got to okay. see, you got to see this movie, Operation Fortune." Yeah. So like, you'll have a good time, but it's not like you I don't. I'm the same way with Ant Man, honestly. You don't need to clear your schedule to go see this movie. Yeah. But if you're going to the movies this weekend and you don't really want to see Ant Man, you know, and you saw Creed twice already, then definitely go see Operation Fortune. That's that's how I am with Ant Man. Okay. Yeah, so I get you. Yeah. Because I'm like, I liked it. Yeah. I had a good time. If you're yeah. going to the movies, you'll probably like it too. Yeah. If you don't think it's your thing. You know who is great in it was Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. What she's going to need to deal with, though, is, and I guess this is what everybody says, and I just I just sort of agree with it, is I love her. Everybody does. But 
she's Hello, always Amy. Uh, she's always news. her. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Sorry. It's always her. You feel like you're watching Aubrey Plaza. Mm. Oh, there's Aubrey Plaza and White Lotus. Right. Oh, there's Aubrey Plaza and Operation Fortune. They kind of made a joke about that at whatever awards happened this last weekend. Mm, I missed the it. The Globes or whatever. Yeah. Her and the girl who plays Wednesday were like their normal dry self. Mm. And they're like, this is how we always are. Gotcha. So. All right. So I'm doing that. I watched the new SNL with Woody Harrelson, which actually uh, Amy and I both thought he was a little off. And um, even though we're big Woody Harrelson fans and big SNL fans, but we just didn't think it was a great show. And then Kayla and I have gone back and started rewatching Will and Grace from the top. Is Kayla home? Kayla's home in in and out, sort of. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right now she's in New York City. Oh, do you want to run down my family life? Dude, let's he, just pause a second and remember yeah. that they're putting in, is it an In-N-Out burger up off the of Harrisburg Pike? No, I, I it's didn't. a, what's the other one that starts with a W? Not Whataburger. What's the other one? I'm not a big burger guy. You know what, Mr. Vegan, vegetarian Still, White Castle. Are they putting oh, in White Castle? White Castle. I can't think of what it is. But they're putting in one of those big, those big burger places. Dunkin' Donuts. The one that's on the East Coast. They're putting in McDonald's. By that, uh, by Wegmans. It's not <laughs> McDonald's. Burger get, shit. Get out of. I don't even. You, tell me about your family. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Dave? Did you wander down an alley and you were all by yourself and there was nothing I got, there? I got scared. <laughs> weren't even there. I was excited for the burgers. They had Shake, shake Shack. Shake That's Shack. They did the shakes oh, weren't even there. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Oh. What a, and I turned around. You were down at the, you were down at the intersection. You were like, uh, how you doing? David, come back. David, come on. Come on, come man. On. It's not worth it, there's, buddy. There's nothing down there. Come on. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, that's so good. It starts with a W. <laughs> Shake Shack. Right. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, that's good stuff. Amy, yeah. my wife, is in Point Pleasant, New Jersey tonight, this folks. weekend. Kayla is in New York City. What? With some college friends. High school friends, I mean. And little Marley Bear is in Aruba. Aruba? Aruba. Talk about world traveler. I'm saying. And me, I'm in Lidditz. Well, I mean, someone's got to hold down the fort. Somebody's got to watch a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of would starve without you. What are you up to? Oh, my God. Going it's to like Shake Shack. Going to Shake Shack when it finally opens. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you. Yeah. You think you wait for, like, your new show to start, right? right? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, well, you know, they'll probably, like... Uh, my new show will start and it'll be over and then I'll be like, what am I going to do? And then the next show will start and you'll be like, ah, oh, good. Finally. Yeah. Breath of fresh air and this dullness. Yeah. Um, but instead they're like, new show starts this week. And then the next week they're like, so does the other one. <laughs> so get ready. So I got three shows running. That's great. Cause you, you were just telling me before the show how like you got so much free time. I do. I'm constantly complaining. About yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm still watching The Last of Us. We've got two episodes left. Okay. How far behind are I'm you? behind. Too, too far? Yeah. Well, in two weeks, you can just finish. You can binge it. Okay. And, and the season I might I might binge it tonight, actually, to be honest with you. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, because tomorrow, tomorrow's a new episode, and then there's one final one after okay. that. So. Um, 
The Mandalorian started this week. Oof. How do you feel about that? Because you like The Mandalorian, I did. Right? I yeah. did. i got to be honest with you. For the first time ever. I was going to say for once. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was giving you the space. I Mandalorian, I don't know where I sit. It got some work to do. I feel like I read and I agree. They were like, you know, when Mandalorian started, it was so great because it was so new and you didn't need anything else to like really get what was happening. I know what your problem is. And now you have to have watched Boba Fett. You have mm. to have watched the, like one of the cartoons mm -hmm. to really get what's going on mm -hmm. in Boba Fett mm -hmm. or in Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. How do you think, this, this is what I think your problem is. Yeah. I think your problem is that Andor oh, so good. Oh my was God. so good. Yeah. Now you don't want to go back. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I was but right. Speaking of going, you're right. You're right. I've been soured against everything other yeah. uh, else that yeah. Star Wars because man, uh, cause of um, yeah. Andor was so freaking great. Oh, my God. Uh, and then I'm still watching Picard. And, and uh, is, I'm, I mean, it might be getting pretty good. I mean, if you like Star Trek. I mean, I kind of. If you're into that kind of thing. In, the founders are back. I'll just say. Oh, jackpot. You know, the founders. Jackpot. Yeah, I never thought I'd see them again, especially after Rene Aubergine or whatever his last name is died. Um, the real, the actor. Right, that that's what we were all thinking. Odo. Yeah. Odo. Frodo. Frodo. I played Odo. Wow, I can't believe Odo. Mm -hmm. He died. Have you ever even seen Star Trek? Yeah, I know. Have you ever <laughs> pronounced someone's name? Clearly, no. What was the first <laughs> mispronunciation of all time on the Penn Cinema podcast? Mm. Probably when we said our names in the opening episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got our names right, but I have an answer. I know who our first wrong one was. Who was it? Ichabod Elbow. <laughs> okay, let, that's the first one we were conscious of. <laughs> right. Because right, I'm right. pretty sure <laughs> right. it was not our first pronunciation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, what are we watching next week? Next week we're going to watch Scream 6. Or? Champions. Champions. Champions so, or Scream 6? Up in the air. Either one. We'll see what happens. You're just going to have to tune in and find out. I'm going to the flower show. What's up? So it's got show in the name, so, so it's basically a movie. David's leaving me High home drive. alone. Yeah. So who knows what kind of trouble I'm I might, just to piss him off, rewatch Ant-Man. <laughs> Greta. <laughs> right. How did I not know about this movie? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> David, I found this new movie. <laughs> it looks so good. I found this new movie. It came out 10 years ago. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Called Russian Ark. <laughs> Russian Ark. It's the prequel to the Noah story. <laughs> you would have never known. Right. <laughs> All right. Look, if you want to be a part of the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Best way to do that mm -hmm. is to go ahead and email us on a brand new episode, uh, show right. email thing. Podcast at PennCinema.com. <laughs> easy for you to say. I, it was very easy for me to say. <laughs> but if you want to support the oh, show, yeah. what's the best way to do that? Well, David, we've crossed the Pacific now. Yeah. Right. And as of a number of weeks ago, we have all the cats and dogs. And, yeah. And as of last week, we have all the, or two weeks ago, we have the aquariums. Right. Right. So we got all the fishes. But you know who we're missing? What's that? It occurred to me. We were talking about the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. We were talking about death and dying. Mm. We're missing the afterlife. So what you could do to support the show, and we'd love some footage of this, mm. is have like a seance. <laughs> <laughs> and communicate with your people. And <laughs> 
tell them, you know, we are a podcast for everyone. You don't even have to be alive to enjoy the show. Uh, I'm just imagining. Tony Baloney is just at his regular everyday Ouija board, like get together with his pal. Right, right. And he's like pushing it. <laughs> a lot of guys have like a weekly poker group. Yeah, he's got no, his, the Baloney. We all know he's got the weekly, the weekly seance Ouija, yeah, Ouija yeah. board group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I think that um, what what I'm picturing with Tony. <laughs> You know how he likes to cut down those massive yellow sheets yeah, down yeah. to the size of a sticky note? Hours of work. I'm picturing like a circle of people all cross-legged holding hands around one of those <laughs> fake sticky notes. <laughs> he will do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, look. Say maybe you don't have the resources to cut down to a small post-it note right. or have a seance. Maybe you've never known anyone who died, so there's right. no reason to do a seance. But you know, we shouldn't kid around about it because you know, fortune telling is a serious business. There's a lot of activity there. Well, it's seriously a business. Yeah. Did you read about the lady that got arrested? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this fortune teller. And she was, she happened to be like. <laughs> Anytime Penn says, did you read about this? It instantly means you're in for a complex joke. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he he has just thrown you in <laughs> into a lie. I'm shocked. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm trying to be serious here, David. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah, serious yeah, yeah. for once. Yeah, I love when we're at parties and you're talking to someone and you're like, did you hear about it in the news? And did you read about it? Always do the kickback too, with your thumb, and it's like, and that, and they always are caught. They're like, no, I missed it, and I know whatever is happening, no matter what it is, right. he is pulling the wool straight over this person, uh, and it's happened to me too. So I can't pretend like I'm immune. All right, so that is, I do do that sometimes, but not on the show. Mm, never. On the show, I'm totally serious. Yeah, this is legit. Right, this is totally yeah. legit. So, so this lady. Right, back in the so news. you didn't hear about this. No, I didn't hear about it. Yeah, it was a fortune teller. Yeah. Now, she was remarkable because she was unusually short. There wasn't much to her, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, anyway, she got arrested, you know, and ran into, she ran afoul of the law. Too many ducks. <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. So, anyway, while she was in prison, she escaped from prison. No. Yeah, you so see, you didn't read this. No. No, because the Lancaster newspaper I, had a big headline. They did. Yeah, and the yeah. headline read, small, medium, at large. <laughs> I saw where it was going, <laughs> but I had to let it play out for all of you. <laughs> I... <laughs> Look, if you don't have it's just, a medium, it's so bad. Yeah, the other, you can always just tell a friend. Right. 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 Even if your friend has already passed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Pencil Up Podcast, uh, <laughs> and I have it catch up. Take, Take care, care and party, party on. on. <laughs>
This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.